Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, and welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to talk to you about setting run times for variable speed pump, and I'll go over how I set my pump and how I set the pumps on my route. And you may be surprised at the settings I pick for my variable speed pumps. Leslie's Pool Supplies is a proud partner of the Pool Guy Podcast Show. Leslie's Pool Supplies has been do-it-yourselfers and pool trade professionals trusted partners since 1963, providing quality products and services to make pool care easy and solutions and expertise to do it right. I think the first thing that may surprise you, or may not, is that I do not run my variable speed pumps on my route or at my own pool at a high RPM. And so the highest RPM that I'll run a variable speed pump at is about 2600 RPMs, and that's to get a really stubborn, I guess stubborn was not the good word, a really hard to adjust automatic suction side cleaner working in the pool. So sometimes you'll have a cleaner that needs a higher RPM to work. I found that most automatic cleaners will work at anywhere from 2400 to 2200, but some pools require a little more um, suction to get that cleaner working. And so I'll raise it up to that level, but I won't go any higher than that in most cases. And so I set my variable speed pumps a little differently. And so there is no high speed program running at my pool or in my customers' pools because the reason why you got a variable speed pump is to save electricity. And if you run it at 3450 or 3100 or 3300 RPMs, you might as well stick with a single speed pump because you're not going to save any electricity. And you're going to wear that variable speed pump out quicker by running it at a higher speed all day. And so if you're coming from a single speed pump, and you're going to variable speed pump, one thing you're going to notice is that you're going to run your variable speed pump a lot longer than your single speed pump. And that may sound counterintuitive to saving electricity, but basically it's kind of like this. If you're driving from here to Las Vegas, here I'm talking about Southern California. So if you're in Los Angeles and you're driving to Las Vegas and you're going 110 miles an hour on the freeway, You don't stop to eat, you don't stop to go to the bathroom or get gas. Maybe you're driving a Tesla, I don't know. You just go straight there. So I pulled it up on Google Maps here. And so from downtown Los Angeles to Las Vegas, it's 270 miles. And if you're going without traffic, going that fast, if you're going 60 miles an hour, I think think the the, uh, Google Maps goes off at 55 miles an hour. I don't know, I should check that. But if you're going 60 miles an hour, it says it'll take you 3 hours and 59 minutes. So it's a 4-hour drive going at 60 miles an hour. So logic dictates that if you're going 110 miles an hour, it should take you a little over 2 hours to get to Las Vegas going at that speed. And that's kind of how your pool operates with a single speed pump. You're running it at 3450 RPMs, which is the full RPMs or full speed or percentage of the pump. A lot of the newer variable speed pump are going to go off a of percentage now versus the RPMs. I still like RPMs better, revolutions per minute, but the percentage I think is easier for people to understand, I think, when they look at their pump speed. But if you're running it at 100%, 3450 RPMs, it's just like driving your car from here to Las Vegas 
at 110 miles an hour. You're going to get there a lot quicker. And so the runtime on a single speed pump is going to be shorter because it's running at a higher total horsepower output. And so if you're running your, if you have a, let's say a 14,000 gallon pool, you have a 1.5 horsepower single speed pump on there, you're going to run that pool probably six hours a day and that'll get enough circulation in to get the water through, you know, all the way around the pool into your filter and back out again, no problem. Probably a little more, probably about twice with that kind of runtime with that size pool, with that size single speed pump on there. Now, if you replace that with a variable speed pump, you're not going to run that pool six hours a day um, at the different set RPMs because you're modulating the horsepower or the percentage of the speed of the pump. And so let's just make it basic and let's say you're running it at 1800 RPMs and which is about half of the 3600 RPMs full speed. So logic dictates that if you're running at 1800 RPMs, um, if you're running your pump before for six hours a day, then you should run your variable speed pump at 12 hours. So if you're running your pump half speed, 50%, then you would logic would say you'd have to run it longer to get the same as if you're running at 100%. So 1800 RPMs is about half of 3450 RPMs. So therefore, if you set it for 12 hours at um, 1800 RPMs, you're going to get the same circulation if you ran it at 3450 for six hours. The point being is that you can't run your pool with a variable speed pump less now because you have that on there. You have to run it more. And so you're going to think in your head, well, if I've been running my pump for six hours and I run it for 12 hours at this speed, then I'm going to be paying more for electricity. But that's definitely not the case because at 3450 RPMs, if you had a 1.5 horsepower pump, that would be the equivalent of having, you know, 10 or 12 100 watt light bulbs on in your house for that hour. And so your kilowatt hour usage is a lot higher at full speed. Now, at the same, the 1800 RPM pump, variable speed pump, if you look at the display, and a lot of them will display this, it'll tell you the wattage that it's running at, and you'll see that it's going to be, you know, 130 watts in most cases, depending on the size of the variable speed pump, um, horsepower, total horsepower rating. So you're going to see the wattage display there, and just for argument's sake, it's going to be like around 120, 130 watts. And so running it for 12 hours a day is like having one 100-watt light bulb on for that hour. And so you're generating 100 kilowatt, 100 watts, and then your kilowatt um, hour usage is going to be calculated off of that. And so unlike a single-speed pump, you know, let's say 10 100-watt 10 light bulbs or 1,000 watts in, that, in the um, one-hour period, you're down to one, 100 watts. And so you're going to see how your energy savings will definitely go down running your variable speed pump. And so with that in mind, just running your variable speed pump for 12 hours at 1800 RPMs will equal about one hour of running your single speed pump um, during the day. And so you can see the energy savings right here. You went from you know six hours of extreme energy use down to about one hour of energy use using um, this formula and then you would put a second speed in so I have two speeds in my variable speed pumps I should back up and say that I use two speeds only you can program usually up to six or eight speeds in the variable speed pump but I like just using two speeds so I use a low and then a medium speed and so the low speed will run the longest you know 10 to 12 hours if your pool is bigger 14 hours a day 
and then you would have a medium speed running and you would run this depending on what you prefer. I like to have my pools a little clean on top and if you're running at 1800 RPMs there's nothing really moving on the surface of the pool and so you're going to have to run it at a higher speed. Now if you have a suction cleaner, suction side cleaner or a pressure cleaner you'll have to run it at a high speed anyway during the day at some point to get the cleaner moving in the pool and so I suggest kind of correlating that with the automatic cleaner and the pressure cleaner and also a saltwater generator. And the reason I pick 1800 RPMs is because a lot of the saltwater systems will default to activate at 1800 RPMs or greater. And so it takes that much flow, that much speed to get the flow sensor to, to activate in the saltwater generator. If you're running at any less than 1800 RPMs, I don't think most salt systems will activate because there's not enough flow going to it. Some auxiliary relays won't even activate unless you're over 1750 RPMs. And so it's a good idea to run at 1800 RPMs just to get your saltwater generator activated and having flow through there so it can produce chlorine, albeit at a lower rate, but it's still going to be able to produce the chlorine for you. And for an automatic cleaner, you want to run it at a higher speed. So I kind of set the higher speed as a medium speed to run an automatic cleaner if you need to and to circulate the water to get the surface looking good because the surface water, frankly, is not moving at 1800 RPMs really at all. And so it may not look very clean on the surface with the pool running that low. And so I'll pick a medium speed to run it off of. And I usually run mine at 21, 2200 RPMs without a cleaner. With an automatic cleaner, I'll run it at 2400 RPMs. That way it gets it moving and moving pretty good. I mentioned at the beginning, 2600 RPMs would probably be the maximum you would need for an automatic cleaner or a maximum um, medium speed for your pool. I wouldn't go any higher than that uh, because then you're going to start getting into where you're not really saving the energy anymore if you go higher and you might as well just have stuck with a single speed pump at that point. So in the summertime I set my own personal pools about 14,000 gallons or so. I'll run my pool at 1800 RPMs for about 12 hours a day and then I'll have a high speed of 2200 RPMs running for four to five hours a day. So total about 17 hours a day my pump is running. Right now currently in the winter time I'm running it at eight hours at 1800 RPMs and I have a high speed going um, three times a week at 2200 RPMs for two hours a day. And even at that I probably have it set too high in the winter. My pool is currently 51 degrees. I also have a solar power surface cleaner on there. So it doesn't really need the high speed, but I like running it just to have it running to get the water circulating a little bit. But in the summertime, definitely I'll run my pool 17, 18 hours on the low and then the medium speed with nothing over 2200 RPMs in my pool. And it stays really clean. It stays really good. The water quality is excellent. And on top of that, I'm getting tremendous energy savings. My previous pump was a 1.5 horsepower whisper flow and that thing was just killing me on the electric bill. In my area, the kilowatt hour rate is on a three-tiered system. And so once you reach the third tier, pretty much you're paying twice or three times for the same amount of electricity you're using every day. And so besides your air conditioner, the second biggest cost of your electricity is your pool pump. And so basically, if you can get rid of the second largest energy user in your household, you're going to definitely save a lot of money in your electricity bill and the variability pump will get rid of your second largest energy user in your household if you set it correctly. Now, if you set it to run, you know, at 2400 RPMs for 8 hours a day and then 3200 RPMs for 5 hours a day, 
you're not going to get the energy savings. You're going to use electricity unnecessarily. Running it at a low speed and a medium speed is all you're going to need on a variable speed pump. In my opinion, in my experience, I definitely don't think you need anything higher. I know there's a lot of installers that will put one in and then they'll just set it at 3,400 RPMs and let it run like a regular pump. To me, I think that's just kind of lazy and, you know, it's not what the customer paid for when they got a variable speed pump and they're certainly not utilizing the savings of that. And so there's really no reason to run it at a high speed. I don't have any high speed settings in any of the pumps on my route. Um, just the low and medium speed and the pools are all fine. No algae, no issues, no flow issues, and everything is looking really good. And so I think this is probably the ideal speeds of a variable speed pump. You may differ from me, but I think a long, a long running low speed at 1800 RPMs for 10 to 14 hours, depending on your pool size, and then a, another speed, a medium speed, 2200 RPMs to 2600 RPMs for four to eight hours, depending on your pool size there again. And so you may be running your pool 20 hours a day, 22 hours a day if you have a larger pool, and you're gonna be running your pool maybe 12 hours a day, 14 hours a day with a smaller pool. And don't let that runtime scare you because you're definitely going to be saving. Because as I mentioned earlier, running it at 1800 RPMs is about 120 watts um, versus running your single speed pump for one hour at like 10,000, I mean 10,000, 1,000 watts, uh, you know, 10 100 watt light bulbs. Um, definitely you're going to see a huge energy saving. So the runtime should not be something in your head that stops you from setting your pump correctly. You can't think of that runtime as electricity usage because the variable speed pump uses a lot less electricity every hour than your single speed pump. So kind of get that runtime out of your head and kind of think about it as, you know, setting your pump to circulate the water for as long as your old pump was circulating it for. And if you're looking for more resources or for a good variable speed pump, you can definitely check out my website, swimmingperlearning.com. I have a lot of helpful web pages there, plus an ebook available for $9.99. And if you're in the industry and you want to enhance your business, definitely check out my coaching program at poolguycoaching.com. A lot of great benefits for joining that. And you can learn more again at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.